Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Penny C., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from the Boston area. Today is Wednesday, December 21st, 2022, and this is the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting. Today we are reading from the big book. We are in the chapter, We Agnostics. We are on page 50, the third paragraph, which begins with, on one proposition, however, and ends with, let's look at the record. Today's readers are, the 12 steps are going to be read by Annette M., and Heather M. is reading the 12 traditions. The readers of the text are, Nancy P., Vanessa G., and Sandy C. is our beloved backup. The newcomer greeted today is Pam S.R., and the second hour host is Anne Marie M. The reference numbers for yesterday, Tuesday, December 20th, are these. The 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting, 19,767-19767. The 10 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting is 19768 19,768. Overeaters Anonymous, this is the OA preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who do shared experience, strength, and hope of recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. And now I'm going to ask Annette M. to read the steps that we took, which are, which are suggested as a program of recovery. Good morning, Annette. Good morning, Penny. Thank you for your service. I'm Annette M. from Toronto, Canada, and these are the steps we took. We admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and become willing to make amends to them all. Nine, 
may direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. 10, continue to take personal inventory, and when when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. 12, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry the message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for allowing me to do service. Thank you. That was Annette M. And now, Heather M., would you read the 12 traditions? Yes. Good morning, everyone. Heather M. from Indiana, compulsive overeater, and thrilled to be doing service this morning. The 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, An OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. I passed. Thanks so much, Heather M. And now this is how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, 
then press star 1 to mute your phone again. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today we resume our study of the big book. We are on page 50 of the chapter We Agnostics, the third paragraph, which begins with, on one proposition, however, and ends with, let's look at this record. And now I'm going to ask Nancy P. to read that first paragraph for us. Good morning, Nancy. Good morning, Penny. Good morning, everybody. Nancy P. recovered in West Newton, Massachusetts. On one proposition, however, these men and women are strikingly agreed. Every one of them has gained access to and believes in a power greater than himself. This power has in each has in each case accomplished the miraculous, the humanly impossible. As a celebrated American statesman put it, let's look at the record. Okay. Um, let me start my timer. Um, so I love the phrase, let's look at the record, because I'm data-driven. And a record is a quantifiable list of data that I can refer to and duplicate. And I tried to believe as others believed. I tried to learn by example or osmosis at meetings. Those four terrible horsemen, Nancy P's four terrible horsemen of fake it till you make it, act as if, borrow mine and use the group, none, none of that worked. And I know it didn't work because I looked at the record. And the state of you know my life, the wreckage of my past, I was still fat and miserable, still wicked, self-centered, still angry, resentful, mean, petty, and self-righteous. It was horrible. And I think personally that belief is beside the point. And I know it isn't what others, most others believe, but I found a way that works for me. And I'm not in charge of anybody else. The book says, just get there. So I don't need to know. I don't care in the least. And, you know, I look at my, you know, I look to nature often, for example, and I have bees, a beehive, and if planes were shaped like bees, they'd never get off the ground. We'd all know a new meaning of the word flight delay because we'd never get anywhere. You know, bees are round, they're covered with fur, their wings are too short, but the bees still fly and they perform work that without it we'd all die. Insanity is where I was. And insanity, we all know, is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Today, my sanity has been restored. The kink in the hose has been straightened out, and I found a way that works for me, and I can do that same thing over and over and over again. And guess what? It works. Repetition isn't a problem if it works, only if it doesn't work. And today, I can do the same thing over and over and get results. This chapter, We Agnostics, I love this chapter. It's my favorite one. Well, every, they're all my favorite. <laughs> and, you know, I'm a card-carrying agnostic, and every paragraph makes me feel validated. I belong here as an agnostic. I was given the same simple kit of spiritual tools as everyone else, and I fashioned what I needed out of it to get the job done. It doesn't have to work for everyone. It only has to work for me. And yesterday it said, I can settle this for myself. And that's just what I did. For years I kept doing what other people did and it never worked. And the book says that I don't have to believe as others do, that there is no conflict among us over such matters. I've been to tens of thousands of meetings since 1971. And I can tell you that when I started doing what worked for me, it worked. And when I stopped thinking that I could start at the end and backfill everything else, if I was only thin and serene, you know, if I stopped thinking that, when I, when I stopped thinking that, I got what I needed. I'm no longer an insane woman. I'm not fat. I'm not miserable. I'm not angry. And I'm not resentful. I'm free. I comprehend the word serenity, and I know peace. One simple key to the entire kingdom, 
say it with me. Starts with S and rhymes with surrender. Surrender, surrender, surrender. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Nancy. That was Nancy P. And now I'm going before, please let me just uh, remind you that um, we asked if you shared um, on any of the Vision for You meetings on Monday or Tuesday of this week that you hold back and uh, allow other voices to be heard. But I want to emphasize, yeah, we do value everyone's share. So with that, I'm going to take names of people who would like to continue the sharing. Pedro B. Well, hold on. I didn't get that name. The first name? Pedro B. Pedro, okay. Who's from Baltimore? Rivka R. Donna G. Kelly S. Wait a minute. Last initial G, and then, and then is it Katie F? Kelly F. Kelly. Kelly F. And whose last initial is G? Melissa Donna. C. I don't know if you heard me. Oh. Okay, got you, Melissa, but I'm looking for whoever's thanks, last thanks, initial sorry. is G. It's Donna G. Donna G. Okay. Denise O. Denise O. One more. Okay, let's Ann just... X. Say that again. Arkansas. Ann. Ann S. Ann. Okay. So if I didn't get your last initial, please tell me when you share, and perhaps you would like to give your location as well. So this is the lineup. Pedro, Rivka, Donna, Kelly, Melissa C., Denise O., and Ann F. Pedro, get us started again, please. Yeah, good morning. Can I be heard? Yes. You can. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your service. My name is Pedro B. I am a compulsive overeater. Uh, I live in San Bernardino, California. I'm on vacation in Tampa, Florida today. Very happy. Thank you, everyone, for being here for me. And uh, uh, yes, uh, on one proposition, however, these men and women are strictly agreed. Every one of them has again access to and belief in a power greater than himself. This power has an issue case accomplished the miraculous, the humanly impossible. As a celebrated American statement, put it, let's look at the record. The one thing that stands out for me from this paragraph is this, the humanly impossible. You know, a long time ago, I had a friend in AA, and uh, he, uh, he said, listen, Pedro, you are already doing the impossible. You know, and the impossible was to stay sober. You know, and now I'm here, and then I find myself uh, that I'm doing the humanly impossible. I'm staying abstinent today. You know, and uh, I'm so thrilled, and I'm so happy that uh, I have a a new attitude. You know, and 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 attitude is 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 the key for me. With with a healthy attitude, I can accomplish anything. With the wrong attitude, I cannot do anything worthwhile anyway for me. Um, so, uh, you know, one of the things that I have shifted, one of the things I'm doing that I'm doing different, because if I keep doing the same thing, I'm going to keep getting the same result, correct? Insanity. 
I want to be restored to sanity. Came to believe. I'm coming to believe that I'm being restored to sanity because, uh, first of all, I'm not eating my, my alcoholic foods no matter what. Today, just for today. You know, I work this program one day at a time. Today is the day that I'm into spiritual actions. And all I need to do is repeat those spiritual actions that I've been doing that's been working. And what are those actions? They're simple actions, right? I get up in the morning and I, and I do a prayer. I go to a meeting. I do some outreach calls. I read the big book. I work the steps. I work with my sponsor. I, I, you know, I help others. Uh, and and that's, those simple actions are working. And all I have to do is, on a daily basis, Pedro, do them no matter what. You know, do them no matter what. And that's working for me. So I'm really grateful that we are doing the impossible. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you, Pedro B. And next, I believe it's Rivka. Yes, hi. Thanks. It's Rivka R. from Baltimore. Thank uh, you. Recovered uh, compulsive overeater. So what what jumped out at me today was um, where the words has gained access to, because this is telling me that there's this treasure of freedom, sanity, happiness, love that's just waiting there for me, and I have to gain access to it. So how do I gain access? Well, first I had to stop bowing to false gods like false power food, other people's opinions, my own dear self. And I, um, and I had to see that it was myself that was making a very hard going of life. I was like a, a bird without wings, like limping from one resentment to another and always blaming others for my feelings. And the, the miraculous thing is that, is that in, in a few days I'll be celebrating two years of sanity and stability and neutrality with the food after being on the roller coaster for for over 33 years, um, which is a result of working these steps and also changing my thinking uh, that was going on in my head, all this self-centered fear about God, which basically was like, thank you for all the blessings, when are you are going to take them away? Like the, the hardest line in the big book for me, I literally could not say this line. I would like choke when I, you know, I would come to it, is thy will not mine be done. I couldn't say it. I just couldn't say that line. Like, no, I want my will done. And then I realized that I don't know what's best. I only know what's comfortable. And somebody said that's on this line today and is going to be sharing that she said a line that actually changed my life. She said, I don't like your plan, but I trust your plan. And that was mind-blowing for me because the circumstances that she was going through that when she said that, that she could say that, I don't like your plan, but I trust your plan. Like, oh, my gosh, could I say that? Could I trust? Could I start? Could I just, could I just, just say those words, I trust you, I trust you? Could I surrender totally and just trust? And that was the beginning of, like, this, this whole miraculous change when I could embrace that. And you know, I started doing it in little ways, like, you know, somebody was going slowly in front of me when I was driving, and instead of being upset at them, I would say, you know, God is making this happen for my benefit. I trust this plan. Or if somebody, you know, cut me off in, 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 you know, in, uh, in, in, 
driving and I, and I let's say the same thing. Oh, God is making you cut me off for my benefit. I started allowing myself to change my whole thinking and embrace this power that was truly going to, I could truly rely on with everything in me. And it, my, my life began to change and I grew those wings where I could now fly and, and just see things from a different perspective. And it's, that's truly miraculous. So thank you so much, everybody, for your service and for being there. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, with that, I pass. Thank you, Rivka. That was Rivka R. And next we have Donna G. Morning. Donna G., if you're there, we can't hear you. Okay, let's go on. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. (laughs) I apologize. This is Donna G. from Pennsylvania. Uh, Good morning, and thank you for your service. Um, So, yeah, this the power has accomplished the miraculous. Um, I I oh gosh, I felt I felt the need to unmute, and um, you know, I always I always think about why are we here? You know, to to for the newcomer, right? To to give them hope, and and I just I have this list that I wrote not long ago, and I wrote this list because. I have a fear that I'm going to forget. I have a fear I'm going to forget who I used to be and I'm going to forget the miraculous. I'm going to forget what the record is about what has happened in my life. And so I started writing a list and um, I just want to share that list. I feel, I feel inclined to share it and not in any means to brag, but because it's not me, it is truly not the human. I was humanly incapable of any of this. Um, for almost 60 years, um, I got uh, in, into the program at, at, at late 50s. I've been recovered for four years by the grace of God. And these are some of the changes that have happened in my life that I wrote on my list. Um, I used, used to focus a lot on the way things were, and I had tons of regret. I have very little regret today. Um, I don't have as many resentments or even irritations on a daily basis. My life used to be a daily um, barrage of resentments and irritations. I don't engage in morbid reflections near as much. I don't take so much of my time thinking. I used to think all day long. I was in my head constantly. Um, I can trust and allow more people into my inner circle. I have gratitude today. I never had gratitude for nearly anything I had in my life. I'm more honest with people about who I am. Um, I don't have the need to isolate uh, near as much. I do sometimes need downtime, but it's not the same kind of isolation I used to have. Fear of economic insecurity is going away. It's not left completely, but I used to call it terror of economic insecurity. I don't see myself as a victim. I see God as a loving God. I'm much more disciplined. I have a disciplined structure to my day, which is unbelievable. I was the most undisciplined person you ever saw. Um, I serve others more. I'm more self-loving. I'm less selfish. I'm forgiving. I had a mother who, thank God, I got in recovery before she passed away, who I spent my whole life resenting and blaming. And I was able to uh, 
make amends with her and forgive and uh, come to peace with her, see her in a totally different light. I'm less critical. Uh, And please stop me when it's my time because I could go on and on this list. I'm not obsessing. I feel safe and protected. I have self-love and compassion. I wake up with hope. Thank you, thank you. I knew, I knew, I knew I couldn't get through the whole list. And <laughs> thank you, and I just want to offer hope, especially during this this season, but always um, to the newcomer. There is hope um, in this power that's greater than ourselves. Thank you. I pass. Thank you, Donna G. And next, I have Kelly F. Hey guys, it's Kelly S. Recovered compulsive eater and bulimic in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Thanks, Penny, for your service. Um, wow, some really great shares already. Uh, I, just, I read this paragraph yesterday, um, and it just gave me chills. And Now that I haven't read it a bazillion times, because I've been in here for almost 40 years. Um, but every time it speaks to me different. And what else was already shared is what spoke to me is, well, every one of them has gained access. Every one of them has gained access. Not, not some of them, not most of them. Every one of them has gained access and believes in. So it's not just about belief. Not that I had any kind of belief um, when I came in. I'm still not sure what this God thing is, right? But um, I get, have gained access to this this power. And how do we gain access to the power? First of all, I have to get unblocked, which means I have to put the food down 100% black and white, which was a big stumbling block for me. And then, you know, I have to work these steps. These steps, you know, the tools which help me work the steps, all of this are what gain access. I mean, that's the promise of the 12th step, you know, with the spiritual awakening as the result of working all these steps. I wanted this belief. I wanted this access now. I wanted it in step two, but it doesn't promise it till step 12. You know, I'm an addict. I want it now, right? But it says this power has in each case accomplished the miraculous. Again, not in some, not in most, in each one. And already I was listening to these shares today, and I'm like, each one of the shares that have shared have had a miraculous thing that they're telling you guys it's humanly impossible. The list that was just read. I mean, what the heck? You know, I've been in these rooms for decades. You know, let's, let's look at the record. You know, I have done all the human things I could possibly do, human sponsors, you know, things also, meetings and, you know, um, uh, conferences and, and people and all those other kind of things. But it's some humanly impossible things are happening in my life today because I finally was willing to hear the message. Yeah, it took me a while. Put the food down. Gain access. I have to have a working relationship with this higher power, not just that, hey, good to see you. Let's do lunch sometime, right? You know, so yeah, I connect with God in the morning, um, but I can't just say, okay, see you tomorrow morning, God, right? My, my, my sponsor said to me, you got to make God your BFF, you know, whatever that God is. You know, I go out every day and I just look for little miracles of things that I know that I can't do. You know, I seek God. I seek God in so many different ways, whatever that power is. And you know what? Regardless of what you want to call it, everybody on these lines already this morning has shared something's happening for them that they know they didn't do. They didn't do. Whatever they want to call that power, it doesn't really matter. It's a power beyond their greatest self. So you know what? I'm going to keep the food down. I'm going to work the steps. I'm going to keep doing it because today I'm actually living life as a halfway sane human being, and I'm absent and grateful to be here. Thanks, Penny. Pat. Kelly, Kelly, stay on for a minute. Um, my my wonderful helper, let me know that your last initial is S as in Sam. Is that correct? 
Correct. Okay, I had F. And do you want to tell us okay. how you spell Kelly? <laughs> Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y. Kelly with an E-Y. Okay, thank right. you. So if someone wants Thanks, to Kenny. get in touch with you, now they know. All right, thank yeah, you so much. You. Now, Melissa C., you're up. Hi, good morning, Penny. Thanks so much for your service this morning. And I am just, like, smiling ear to ear. This meeting is freaking incredible because, um, you know, we get to hear, I get to hear every day, like, demonstrations of God's miraculous power. And that's why I believe. And it doesn't matter, right? I love, it doesn't matter, what anyone else's conception or anyone else's belief or non-belief or whatever they want to call it has no, has like, there's no problem here because the thing that binds us, the commonality, is that every one of us has had an experience. Those that have recovered have had an experience where we have gained access, you know, like God, like an entry point in our lives where where God, where this power comes in, steps in, and does things in our lives, has done things in my life that there's no way I could have done on my own power. And, you know, and I loved hearing Donna's list before. I was like, my heart was like bursting because I'm shaking and nodding my head. I'm like, me too, me too. You know, I I could like write a book about the miracles that have happened, you know, to me as a result of this program and are still happening. You know, I want to say, like, if you want to have access to a power, like, you've got to make room for that access. And I couldn't do it while I was eating compulsively, and I couldn't do it while I was worrying compulsively, and I couldn't do it on my own power. And yet, here I am today, you know, and I know that that miraculous things have happened for me, and it wasn't my doing. It was a result of this program, which is crazy, right? We have actually a step-by-step set of directions that if you're struggling, you can have an experience with the miraculous, and it's available to anybody. Like, there's no, like, prerequisite other than misery. You're, you're miserable? Great. There's room here for you, too. And um, with that, I'll pass. Thanks. Melissa C., thank you so much. And next we have Denise O. Hi, this is Denise O. from Wisconsin. This is my um, first time through the big book. Um, I dropped the food November 27th, and um, that in itself is a miracle. Um, I've been compulsively overeating since third grade that I can remember. Um, Tried many things. And so that was a miracle. I feel neutral around food. I use it to nourish myself, and that's where I'm at. Um, But then with the second step, I'm like, wait a minute. I don't have to do this alone? Like, this isn't my willpower? I have someone to help me? Like, I have a higher power? I mean, it feels great. And I don't have to be lonely in that regard, Um, which is pretty cool. And I guess I looked at myself, you know, I always thought I was so you know, willing to give people, and I did give, you know, help people and do things before. Um, but now I look at it as more like I'm going to help myself and then I can help people. And I do believe 
I was self-centered before because I was helping people to show people that I help people, which sounds ridiculous, but that's true. Um, and now I feel like I want to, like, and, um, with God's help, um, my higher power, I feel like I have more of a relationship. I'm working on it day by day. But as the, you know, the book says is that I have access to that relationship, um, to my higher power. And through these meetings and going to in-person meetings, I feel like I have a chance because as everybody testified today is that they've had miracles in their life and they've been working the program. Um, so I'm going to keep at it um, because the record shows that this is the way I want to live my life. Um, and I've had miracles with people these last, this last month. It's less been less than a month. Um, just because I've changed, not because they've changed, because I've changed. Um, and I thank God, and I thank you guys. Thank you. With that, I pass. Well, thank you, and welcome, Denise O. Next, we have Ann F. I think I got that right. Is there an Ann? Can't hear you. Hi, good morning. There you go. Here I am. <laughs> good morning. This is Ann S. from Maine. Uh, grateful, recovered, um, overeater, and uh, I'm kind of speechless, actually. Um, <laughs> these, these have just been very powerful shares, which I'm really grateful for. And uh, what I, I guess what I'm thinking about is that, um, you know, the fact that we can all do this a little bit differently um, because it's really the results that matter. Um, you know, the last line of the paragraph before, there are questions for each individual to settle for himself. And then on one proposition, these men and women are strikingly agreed. And, um, you know, that is just kind of a miracle, as other people have shared. And uh, this power has, in each case, accomplished the miraculous, the humanly impossible. And, uh, you know, I look back at where I was a year ago, and holy moly, you know, definitely in the food, feeling awful, feeling hopeless. And, um, you know, just little by little, you know, I, I have to, it's taken me a long time, Um and still have some ups and downs. Um, you know, I, I have to say my, my truth is that sometimes I get a little overwhelmed when I hear these incredible, miraculous success stories. And I think, oh, I'm never going to get there. That's never going to be me. And, um, you know, I guess I'm here to say that it, it is kind of turning out to be me. And so no matter where we are in our journeys, um, we're loved by our higher power and, and there's hope and, um, everyone's journey is going to look different. Um, and that is all okay. And so, uh, I am just grateful to be here and kind of savoring all the diversity we have and, um, looking forward to more. Uh, thanks. Thank you, NF. And now, 
before I take a list of more names, again, another reminder, we're on page 50 in the big book, the third paragraph that starts with on one proposition, however. And, um, yeah, and if you've shared in the last two days, Monday or Tuesday, just pull back and, and get let us get some other names, okay? We, we just appreciate your being here. So who else would like to share on this wonderful paragraph? In Toledo. I I heard I heard a woman and then someone from Toledo. Kathy Larry G from California. Kathy. Um I think it was a Larry. And who who's from whose last initial was G? Was that Larry? Larry G. That's me, Larry G from California. And I have someone from Toledo. Jim S. Jim S. from Toledo. Okay. So I've got Kathy, Larry, Jim. Who else? Anita L. Anita L. Vanessa P. Okay. I'm going to stop there, and then I'll see what time we have. So I have Kathy, Larry, Jim. Anita and Vanessa, and I'm going to ask again that you give me the initial of your last name and, and your location, if you wish, when you share. Kathy, get, would you get us started again? Kathy? Can't hear you. I do think we had a Kathy. All right. Hi, I thought I thought I was unmuted. This is Kathleen that W. Happens. from Illinois. Thank you. Um, Go ahead. I really needed to hear this today. I was just uh, kind of um, I get stuck sometimes um, on the imperfectness uh, of of my program. You know that I don't always work it in in a in what I think is a, in a perfect way, and I had to be reminded again, um, you know, and I begin to doubt, you know, what God has actually done in my life. And for the record, um, I've had to make lists myself about what has God done in my life um, because I forget sometimes, you know, the reality of what God has done is overshadowed by moments of doubt. I don't always have this, but sometimes I struggle with it. because it's not perfect, you know. And um, so whatever, I've also made lists. Like, what have I received from God? What has happened to me um, since I first uh, believed, since God began working in my life uh, through these steps? Uh, Starting out with freedom from alcohol addiction, freedom from cigarette smoking, freedom from unhealthy relationships with food, freedom from sugar addiction, healed relationships, Harmony with my creator, freedom from selfishness, uh, freedom from lying to myself, self-delusion, freedom from freedom to love unconditionally, freedom to accept life on life's terms, harmony in my home, uh, and emotional stability, which I hadn't had from, from since my marriage, um, harmony with my husband, um, experiencing joy, experiencing love, experiencing tolerance, peace, patience, honesty, um, uh, 
and you know, I have a fellowship of the spirit of of, of friends in in uh, my various twelve step programs in OA. Help in my body, a sense of forgiveness for my mis- misdeeds, removal of evil intentions without, within and without me, uh, a sense of, of safety and comfort, a place I can go to when I'm troubled, a feeling of usefulness, um, seeing life, life changes, mor- miraculous life changes in, in others, and being a part of it all. Uh, I have a deep and effectual spiritual experience and an ability to live. In God, in the God, in the in the consciousness of the presence of God, those are the things that those are the miracles that have happened in my life, um, and supersede my imperfections. And thank God for this this paragraph today, and uh, for all your shares. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Kathy. Your last initial, please. W from Illinois. Okay, thank you so much. And next we have Larry. Larry G, I believe. Good morning, um, family. This is Larry G from California. And it's an absolute joy to be on this call. And it's an absolute joy to be absent, sober today. Um, There's many mornings that I was up at this time, but I wasn't sober. I was just coming off of a 20, 30,000 calorie binge. Um, well, for me to get this point, I had to surrender. And I never was able to surrender on my own. The way I surrendered in Overeaters Anonymous the prior 20 years was I would uh, take the white flag and rip off a piece and say, damn it, God, there you go. I, I'm throwing a white piece and there's my surrender. But today I have thrown the entire white flag in. Um, and have surrendered absolutely. Uh, well, I've discovered, and I, many of you have discovered, and those of you who are on this path will discover that belief is, I'm just halfway there. Uh, I have to have faith, and that comes after working the steps. And the promises, at this point, I'm starting to feel good about myself. I'm starting to have some awarenesses, uh, but the promises do not come until I have fully worked the first nine steps, and I've gone out and I made restitution and corrected the harms that I, I had uh, created, uh, harms that I did against people. But this morning, um, I'm waking up sober, and I surrender every single day. Now, yesterday, I didn't surrender. Yesterday, I did not surrender my will to God, and I had it was an awful day. Uh, and I, I don't think there's anything uh, darker for me, a lonelier. Uh, today, as I've, I've had a little spiritual developing, I have surrendered. I've done a little spiritual developing. I, I have a little 11-step practice. Uh, and when I take my will back and I'm beyond human aid, there's nothing lonelier for me on the planet when I'm in my own head. And what happened yesterday is my wife and I went to this beautiful concert at this wonderful cathedral. And these uh, 12 men who travel all over the world uh, just saying like angels, and I just felt the power of God in that moment, you know, and going from my head to my heart. Uh, and I woke up this morning to doing a two-way prayer, and I had some pretty good thoughts about how to proceed this day. I am a grateful compulsive eater. Uh, I'm recovered, but I don't walk in water. I'm still a human being. 
uh, I get to do 10 steps on a regular basis. Um, and I live today, I choose to live my day devoting myself and, and being obedient to the power of my misunderstanding. And I pass. So I, I thank you for the opportunity. And uh, thank you, Nancy, for a wonderful kickoff. I pass. Thank you, Larry G. And next, I'm calling on Jim S. Yeah, Jim S. in Toledo, Ohio. Um, I'm practicing the presence of the Lord in my life, and miraculous things are happening. I'm, I'm having this spiritual awakening. It started Saturday at an AA meeting, and I I want to practice the presence of God in my life. And when I heard a lady earlier this morning mention the word hope, it just sparked my heart, and I'll make it through the day just on that one word. Um, I have hope today. Where I didn't have hope, I had nothing but depression and anxiety, and um, I'm just glad I got kicked off this morning in the right direction, and that'll pass. Thanks. Anita L. is next. Good morning, everybody. This is Anita L. from outside of Philadelphia, and um, I never say that I am recovered. However, I am recovered. I usually just say I live in the solution, and um, today I'm just going to acknowledge that I am a recovered woman one day at a time, and This meeting has been just so incredible for me this morning, especially hearing the excitement in people's voices, the excitement of recovery, of the the wonderful gifts that their higher powers have given to each one of them. And look how lucky we were to hear the list of different ways that God has released and improved their lives. And I could probably write, and I wrote down a note to write a list today for myself to see all the miracles that have happened in my life because of the change of my attitude, you know, that serenity prayer. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. And every morning I fill in the blank with what I need to accept. And first of all, that I have a disease and I'm powerless over it, the courage to change the things I can. I can change my thinking and my attitude today and the wisdom to know the difference, to pause when I'm feeling that discomfort, that agitation, and ask my higher power for help so that I take the next right spiritual action. And... um. I was thinking about it. The uh, I think maybe one of the greatest miracles that I've received, which um, we read about in There's a Solution, where Rowan Hazard 
you know, he thought self-will was going to, uh, self-knowledge, sorry, self-knowledge was going to get him, keep him sober, and then learned that was not so. And at the bottom of that page, it says, but this man needs no bodyguard. He can walk a free man anywhere on this earth. And I can just share that I have felt that freedom. I've gone on cruises. I've gone uh, a couple weeks ago to my son's wedding and spoken to the caterer and told him the type of food I needed to have to keep my program alive and true to me and my disease and respect my higher power. And just so much, so much wonderful goodness has come to me because of this program. It is a gift. And to the newcomer, I say welcome. This this is beyond your wildest dreams. I came because I wanted to lose weight, and now I've been seeing all the wonderful gifts that my higher power has given to me. And if it's possible for me, it's possible for each one of us. So have a beautiful day, and I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Anita L. Um, Vanessa, it's your turn. This is Vanessa G., and I'm recovered in... Oh, Vanessa, we lost you very quickly. Let's just wait for a minute and see if Vanessa can get back on. Is that, uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, you're good now. Okay. All righty. My name is Vanessa G. I'm recovered in New Mexico, a compulsive overeater. And uh, this morning I was just moved to share because I was thinking about what is the record you know, that I've been able to see. And the record that I've been able to see is that, you know, the really um, finding, you know, watching people or um, hearing from people um, about the miracle that has happened in their life. Um, To me, this is um, the biggest promise in the book, the promise of the 12th step, that if we go through the 12 steps, if we, you know, um, work the steps, um, and put in the effort, we will have a spiritual awakening. And I, you know, first saw that in meetings when I came and heard everyone talking about their higher power and what had happened for them. Um, and then I saw it in myself after um, I went through the steps. And the last thing that I see, and it's probably the most important one for me because I can watch it um, in real time, is watching a sponsee come to that conclusion. And the 12 steps of the spiritual awakening. Um, I think it's the biggest promise. Um, it's the one promise that I've never failed to see happen for anyone who has actually gone through the steps. And um, for me, it's changed me. It's made me um, a different person. It's transformed me. It is miraculous that I can um, act in the way that I do, that I can think less of myself, that I can connect with a higher power and that I can make a real difference in other people's lives, Um, you know, possibly even saving their lives. You know, this week I was reminded of what this disease can do with the um, death of a couple of celebrities. And um, it's um, there, but for the grace of God, go I. 
Um, I just really appreciate all of you being on the line today. I wish everybody an abstinent and peaceful holiday season. And thank you for letting me share. Thank you, Vanessa. That was Vanessa G. And um, we have time for um, one more share for three minutes or two 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 minutes shares. Who is this? Priscilla H. Priscilla. Yes. OBK. Thank you, thank you. This is Priscilla H. Roger B. Los Angeles. Excuse me, Priscilla, uh, two minutes, okay? Okay, thanks. Two minutes is probably one minute more than I need. Uh, I love, love, love this paragraph. It's the first time um, in several pages that we've come to the solution, the answer. And I've got a lot of stuff uh, underlined in green. I I bought a new book uh, for this trip through the big book because the last the others are all marked up. And um, I decided in this trip through that I would mark everything with green that guarantees or almost guarantees recovery. And this is the first green paragraph in a long time. I've got a big green mark out in the in the margin of this one. Every one of them has gained access to and believes in a power greater than himself. Access to, I think that's that's so that's just as important as believing in. And whether you write power with a capital P or a little p, regardless of what name you call it or how it looks to you um, and to me, I think that's the secret of of recovery for each one of us. So thanks for letting me share. With that, I'll pass. Thank you, Priscilla. And um, last to share today will be Toby, and I need your last initial. Oh, my gosh, I didn't think you heard me. Uh, Toby K. Uh, from uh, New York. Uh, boy, I'm really blown away by all these stairs. And I'm saying, where am I in this um, recovery uh, chat, uh, which is what it sounds like. Um, I, re- I really did not believe myself that um, I'm recovered, but somebody called me yesterday um, with a problem uh, from, from, a pro- from one of the OA programs, and I'm saying, wow, she, she's talking to me? I must have something to give because I always feel like I'm the empty shell, um, full of self-pity, full of worry, full of um, indecisiveness. But somebody had enough confidence in me to call me. So um, I guess I'm not so low on on the totem pole that I felt I was on. So thank you for letting me share. I'm blown away by these shares. Really, wow, it's uplifting, and thank you so much. I pass.
Penny, can't hear you. Thank, thank you. Um, I was thanking everybody who shared in um, this wonderful paragraph this morning and everybody who attended. And uh, I want to give you the uh, share code for today, 19,772, 19772. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study um, after this meeting. And now I am going to ask, um, let's see, um, sure, Vanessa G. to come back and read this selection on page 164. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Thank you, Penny. Can you hear me? Yes. Great. This is Vanessa G. in New Mexico. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will disclose, will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who's still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right. And great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit. And you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. Thank you for